Hey everybody, this is Francisco from Sports Goose. I'm joined by no one else because I'm, I've decided to do kind of a Sports Goose mini inspired by Charles who has a separate version of the podcast called The Cage. His Cage segment's all in its own separate podcast. So if you want to look for that... You can look for that at The Cage with Charles on whatever podcast app you use. He's on everything. He's on Audible, Amazon, Spotify, Google, Apple. Whatever you want to use, he is very much likely on it. As far as Sports Goose, this is like a Sports Goose mini. Some stuff that we're we're not going to be back with a main show for maybe about two three more weeks so what stuff is happening stuff is happening in sports and i just want to talk about it first of all let's get my stuff out of the way the florida panthers are the first team in the nhl this season to clinch a berth in the stanley cup playoffs incredibly proud of the team they now have the team record for most wins in the regular season Jonathan Huberdeau with the most points for a player in a regular season, most assists ever by um, by a left winger in NHL history for a single season, the most home victories for the team in a single season. It is absolutely amazing, and it makes me afraid because... They really, really need to win the cup. And there are still some question marks there. The defensive core, there's some question marks with regards to the new guys that we we, we brought in from, from Montreal and Buffalo. And then, of course, there's the big question in net, whether Sergei Bobrovsky has the fortitude to guide the Panthers to a Stanley Cup run, or... Could the Florida Panthers task Spencer Knight with trying to lead them to the Stanley Cup? Uh, kind of, I don't know, kind of doing like a like a Cam Ward type of thing. Cam Ward was a rookie goaltender, and he led the Carolina Hurricanes to a Stanley Cup. So could it possibly be that? <clears throat> Sorry about that. Who knows? Who knows? But there are a lot of huge question marks for me for the team with regards to that. As far as coaching and the, and the offense, I'm not worried about that. It's just whether those those guys in particular, the defensive core and the goaltenders can get us past the first round. At this point, <clears throat> Florida will either face Boston or Washington in the first round. They're still still got until the end of the month to uh, see how the seeding plays out. But the Stanley Cup playoff seedings, like right now, the, the Eastern Conference is pretty much set with regards to which teams are going. Unless the Washington Capitals completely fall apart and the New York Islanders go on a massively miraculous run, it's highly likely that the teams will be Florida, Toronto, Tampa, Carolina, New York, the Rangers, 
Pittsburgh, Boston, and Washington. Those will be the teams. And then I haven't really looked much at the Western Conference, but the uh, Colorado Avalanche have the most points in the league. But uh, they, they've got uh, really the it's Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis. Then Calgary, Los Angeles, Edmonton, Nashville, and Vegas. And Vegas is fighting off, as well as Nashville, they're, they're fighting off Dallas at this point. Winnipeg is starting to fall behind. So we'll see what happens there. And yeah, the Vancouver Canucks have fallen behind behind. So they likely Vancouver is not going to be a contender within this uh, it, it seems like they they just won't be able to pick it back up but yeah that that's kind of where we're at with the the Stanley Cup playoff seedings at at this point at this point in the sports goose mini that we're doing uh, as far as other uh, news around the league uh, gosh there was the thing with um Zegras and the uh, and the, the Anaheim Ducks just against the Arizona Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes are a terrible team. They are the at this point they're tied for the worst team in in the in the league at this moment. They're they're in a tank war between them, Seattle, and Montreal. And in a game that really meant nothing, uh, Zagras uh, doing the Michigan. And just kind of running up the score, I guess, in a way. But at the same time, man, they're, they're professional hockey players. Zagros is trying to get his because he's a sensational player. And the, the Arizona Coyotes, uh, gosh, what was this guy's name? He won a Stanley Cup with the Capitals as well. I forgot his name already, but you know what? He's, a, he's an asshole for for uh cross-checking him and then slam trying to slam his head into the ground while he was down and and that's just such a bitch move that's such a bitch move all right you cross-check a guy sure but then when he's down you're gonna keep going at him when he's he's in such a vulnerable position and the league really needs to figure that stuff out because um, for the most part enforcers are out of the game there are now there are just guys that are skilled tough guys on the fourth line but they can score they can do things they can they they can check they can they they have a set of skills that can actually contribute to the game but there's still a level of goonery here and and, and you know adherence to the unwritten rules I, I feel like there's there's certain unwritten rules like okay don't show up your don't show up the other team's goaltender don't freaking slam a guy's head into the ice when he's down and and you and you you sucker cross check them like don't do that don't sucker punch a guy from the side don't don't do any of that stuff that that those should be unwritten rules right there those are things that, that nobody else talks about when with regards to unwritten rules huh how about it, it could be turned around the other way you know it could flip the tables a bit so there's that's my 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 stuff on on the NHL at this point. Uh, moving on to the NBA, so the Miami Heat have clinched their their spot in the playoffs. So it, it's looking great for them. They've already clinched the Southeast Division, 
and and, and something I didn't even notice. Well, I, well, I noticed when I actually I did notice it when I went to the Miami Heat game uh, earlier uh, a few weeks ago. And the Heat banners that are up in the rafters at the FTX Arena, they have their their three championships and all their Eastern Conference championships, but they took down all the division championship banners because they've I think they've won their division 16 times in their history and now there's just not enough room to just keep that going so they've they've uh, moved on to the point where they're successful enough where they don't need to keep track of that stuff so that's that's a good thing to have as a a franchise so uh, hopefully eventually there'll, there'll be more actual NBA championships and we can start knocking out those conference championships as well. Because uh, teams like, you know, of course, Boston and Los Angeles Lakers, they, they don't keep track of the conference championships, division champions, none of that stuff. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of Boston, they've also clinched their spot in the playoffs along with Milwaukee and Philadelphia. Miami's still fending those three teams off. And they're is at this point uh, three games left in the season so the heat are very much close to clinching uh, uh, clinching a home court throughout the eastern conference playoffs the so, so that's great the chicago bulls the heat just beat them recently so uh, the 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 heat um will uh, this well, sorry, uh, kind of lost track there, but yeah, Chicago Bulls and the Toronto Raptors hang in there at five and six. The Cleveland Cavaliers dropped down into the play in round, so you got Cleveland, you got the Atlanta Hawks as well, they have a winning record 41 37. Same thing with Charlotte and the Brooklyn Nets. So at this point, uh, the we have the teams that will be in the play in round. Cleveland's trying to catch up to Toronto and Chicago and see if they can avoid that. But uh, right now, it's looking like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Brooklyn were gonna are going to have to play in that at this point. Actually, they have clinched it, so so those teams will be playing in the playing round. Whereas Atlanta is about to be eliminated from the main playoff pool, and Cleveland's gonna have to step up these last few games in order to catch up. To the other two, but it's it seems like it's looking like it'll be Cleveland, Atlanta, Charlotte, and Brooklyn in the playing round, and then you've got the the other teams that were eliminated. The worst team in the NBA right now. You got two tank. We got a tank battle right now between the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets at this point. Those are the two teams that will fight out these last three games for for both of them to see which team wins the tank battle and has the most ping pong balls come uh, draft lottery anyways western conference phoenix they are they've got home court throughout the playoffs so they they've clinched that completely won the west division or the pacific division Uh, the uh, memphis grizzlies won the southwest division they're looking good even without jaw they look good and really uh, my heart is with Memphis. I, I want them to to succeed and and come out of the Western Conference, even if they do face the Miami Heat. Hopefully, 
for that NBA Finals. Of course, I won't be cheering for Memphis if that happens, but I'd like to see Memphis do their thing. The Golden State Warriors, they've clinched the playoff berth as well, followed by Dallas. The Denver Nuggets uh, just beat the Lakers, so they will get one step closer to clinching their playoff spot soon enough. Same thing with Utah. But those two teams are trying to fend off Minnesota, who is the seventh seed, trying to avoid that play-in round. And really the only other team in this very rare season where almost, I think sooner, hopefully, I mean, the Eastern Conference teams may all be have winning records where the Western Conference will have teams that have losing records playing in the playing round. That That's it's very rare that this has happened. The Western Conference has been the more dominant conference throughout. Uh, gosh, man. Uh, I would say since, yeah, since the Bulls dynasty. And finally, we're seeing the Eastern Conference finally be the conference with more, I don't know, just more consistent teams. More, con- I mean, still, given that, Memphis and Phoenix have more wins than any team on the in the East. So there's that. And then... And then you got Golden State and Dallas, and there's these. I think there's a lot more parity. That, that, that's probably the thing I'm trying to say is there's a lot more parity with the East with those West teams, which is great to see. I'm happy. I'm happy for the East finally uh, doing that. Uh, playing round, the the Clippers have clinched their spot in the playing round. The New Orleans Pelicans are close to doing so. I think. And then the San Antonio Spurs hold that last spot in the playing round. And then the juicy one, the Los Angeles Lakers, trying to hang on for dear life. They're two games back of the San Antonio Spurs for that one, for that last spot with four games left. The same thing for the Spurs. They've got four games left. So if the Spurs and the Lakers, let's say, if if they're lockstep, in two games, it could be that the Lakers are, are eliminated, which I, I think most people in the NBA would be happy with. Uh, the, the New Orleans Pelicans could also falter, and the Lakers could take their spot too, but once more, once more. Lockstep, finish at 500 for, for both of those teams, and and the, and the Lakers uh, will be eliminated, and uh, many people will be stroking their... Their proverbial shafts on on Twitter uh, to LeBron and his crew not making the playoffs. <laughs> I'm already laughing about it. Uh, and yeah, yeah. So and then the rest of the teams in the West, and of course the tank battle between Houston and Orlando. So that's that's the NBA stuff. That that's been that's been cool as far as the NFL things have calm down a bit with uh, I mean we, we discussed in our last episode the big trades that did go down so now it's just all about gearing up for you know, the draft the draft so we'll, we'll we'll gear up for that at some point and then then you got baseball so major league baseball teams are making some uh, their their final cuts soon enough guys are getting designated for assignment Prospects are being uh, designated to their respective minor league teams. And teams are making some last-minute trades to try to 
round out their roster, trying to fill in whatever holes they feel that they need to fill in for the start of the regular season. And we're a few days away from baseball. And that's that's good. That's good. I think we, we need a little bit of baseball in our lives and see how things play out. Of course, it's April. Weird things happen in April. Teams that shouldn't be contenders sometimes go out to hard starts. Teams that should be contenders sometimes they start off slow. So remember, April is not really the month to... I guess way in too much, but there have been some things that did come out. Which, namely, the, the New York Mets. The New York Mets are going to be without Jacob DeGrom and even Max Scherzer to start out their season. And that has left a lot of Mets fans to to spiral into depression. Of, and, uh, and a lot of people in Major League Baseball, especially here in the NL East, are, are laughing at the Mets because as much as the Mets have an owner with an endless amount of money that is trying to buy his way to a World Series championship, the Mets still find a way to become the Mets. And that, that's always fun to see. That is always fun to see. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Once again, things on paper right now. Things are on paper. Spring training doesn't matter. Spring training doesn't really matter. The guys are just trying to feel their way out. And with this abbreviated spring training, maybe, we'll, look, once again, we'll get a bit of jank in this first month of the season. Right? So I think that will also be fun to see. Because, hey, it's always fun to see the Baltimore Orioles leading the American League East by the start of May 1st. And then, of course, they'll fall apart and do nothing and uh, will become a lottery team. Yes, the Major League Baseball will have a draft lottery just like the other leagues which is uh, 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 well, we'll see how that works out. We'll see. The teams are still going to tank. That's still going to happen. And then there's of course the, the thing, the Oakland A's are just shedding payroll like crazy right now and a lot of people are pointing out how ridiculous things are we've had we had a lockout and all this other stuff and only for the a's to field a team that uh for the most there are teams with like two players that are getting paid more than the entire oakland a's roster but it's been that way forever as a marlins fan we have definitely experienced it for sure many many times where our entire team was getting paid less than two, three players on other teams like the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers. So it's not not nothing I can really harp on about for Oakland fans, but just kind of sucks that they're going through another cycle of their rebuild and have yet to see even an American League championship to show for it. Yeah. Well... And then one last thing, of course, the final four NCAA tournament. We we have we have the the national championship game. It'll be between Kansas and North Carolina. So uh, I guess the big thing, uh, and you know, we go through this entire tournament, 
And ultimately, in the end, the final four was just basketball powerhouses. Villanova, Kansas, North Carolina, and Duke. Those four teams. That's what it came out to. So it's like... We go through this entire ordeal, and ultimately we reach just four blue bloods in the final four. But hey, hey, St. Peter's gave it a run. That's that was that was great. Yeah, I think that that that's that was so far the the story of this chant this uh, this NCAA tournament so far. Yeah, but even then, North Carolina going on this run as well. They, as much as they are a basketball powerhouse, they weren't projected to be going this far. And there's some sort of intrigue with regards to that, and especially who they defeated to get here. They they faced off against their their in-state rival, their forever rival, Duke, and beating Myshashevsky in his final game. To, to get there uh, that that's great that that's always great and as and whenever I see between North Carolina and Duke I'm always on the on the side of North Carolina don't don't know why maybe it's uh, I don't know Duke seems like more of the the dicks in this uh, not only in the rivalry but in the ACC as well I'm a Seminoles alum and fan so they they have to deal with both those teams but it seems like Duke is the one that most people just just love to hate just love to hate and so north carolina they they're and once more north carolina of course was the alma mater of a lot of great nba players but namely michael jordan so there's always that right there and that's always why that school is always going to get people to uh, kids to, to go over there i mean recruiting is I'm sure it's hard having Duke in the same state and in the same conference, but they're North Carolina. They have swag Jordan stuff, and Michael Jordan used to play there, and they have a long legacy of national championships and success, so, and pipelines to the NBA. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Kansas and and North Carolina, I don't really have a preference for either one. So it doesn't really matter to me who wins with regards to that. And I think that's it for this entry. I think we're we're at 22 minutes here. So uh, I, whoever listens to this, please uh, bookmark us, subscribe to us. We're on everything. Look for us on YouTube. Look for us on wherever podcasts are heard as well. We're on Twitch too. We're on, and of course, uh, social medias where you can also catch our show whenever we go live. You can catch us live on, on YouTube, on Twitch. Those are the main two. And of course, Twitter. Twitter at sports underscore goofs. You can follow me at FGOGR. You can follow Andrew at DanFreeHolis. Or you can follow charles at charles the true and we've got our other sports endeavors if you're interested in marlin's history i'm at marlin's history or i'm also at fla cats history you want to see my stuff about the florida panthers so thanks for listening and 
we'll uh, we'll catch you later. What's up, everybody? This is Francisco from Sports Goofs. There's another entry in SG Mini. Just a tiny little entry. It's just oh, basically me and my solo opinions as to what's going on in sports. And if I feel like talking about something, then I'll talk about it. So I guess right now, a uh, big story, I guess, would be that the... <laughs> The Los Angeles Lakers have failed to make the playoffs and have failed to even make the play-in round in the NBA for the 2022 season. A team comprised of LeBron James and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony and Rajon Rondo and Anthony Davis did not make the playoffs. Now... The construction of this team is awful. I can't even name you anybody else on that team that's most likely on their bench or, or what have you. I, I, I can't name anybody else. That that team was horribly constructed. And people are like, oh, LeBron James is not the GM. LeBron James is pushing around the Lakers and right now, I don't even know how much he's in love with Los Angeles itself. I think, and like the prospect of playing for the Lakers, I don't think he's in it to be part of the Lakers. I think he's more in it to be in Los Angeles and promote his entertainment endeavors. That's, that's why he's there. So if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, then whatever. They got a championship, but now they really were the perfect bubble team. The That Los Angeles Lakers 2020 team. Not the Miami Heat that faced them, because the Miami Heat that faced them are number one in the Eastern Conference right now. That Lakers team was a perfect bubble team. Anthony Davis can maintain himself in a bubble. Outside of that, he is, he's, he's, he, man, people say that, oh, he's basically glass, but I don't think people realize how, how strong glass can be. No, no, Anthony Davis is that, that sugar glass that they use for uh, special effects in the movies. That's what Anthony Davis is. He's, he's, he's ceramic. He's, he, he's, uh. A very thin potato chip. Like he, he does not hold up whatsoever. And LeBron James is older now. His conditioning is fantastic. and But he's starting to get more injuries. More maintenance days. And he, look, he did all he could. I, I truly believe he did all he could. And at some point it was just, he couldn't. He can't carry this team to glory. He can't. The NBA is just too good right now. There are too many good teams for them to sneak on by. He could do it in the Eastern Conference in 2005 with that Cavaliers team. But the NBA nowadays with more parity and 
more talent spread around also i feel like the 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 spread of talent in the nba is a lot better and teams are better equipped to i guess hand like handle guys moving on to some of these bigger markets but even then i think the nba is not really about that anymore i think guys can can promote themselves better thanks to social media that they don't really need to be in a big media market in order to do that so i i think really it's not lebron's fault that the lakers didn't make it this this far when with regards to his play but construction of the team yeah yeah he's he's had some influence Anthony Davis was there. Anthony Davis was already there. Rajon Rondo was already there. But Carmelo Anthony? I think that was LeBron trying to get his buddy a ring. Thinking, come on down to L.A. We got a team ready to go. And you'll get one more shot at a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Carmelo did what he... He he played within his role. I think Carmelo's done a better job in his in his really in the twilight years of his career compared to other NBA players who just realized that who couldn't realize that they 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 really need to lower their roles and they're not what they were when they were 27 and and that's what Carmelo's done but so so there's that but Russell Westbrook is not the same player anymore and playing for that Lakers team with that pressure and he, he's from LA he's and it must really suck to be in your hometown and people hate you people want you off the team people don't want you there that must really suck and, and it came to a head this season um, with uh, threatening him his family like that People are insane. My Los Angeles fans don't deserve anything good. They they they've had enough. They've had enough. The whatever the the karmic gods of the sporting world need need to stop with Los Angeles. The Dodgers, the Kings, the Lakers, the Rams, USC, UCLA. Like that's it. Anaheim's far enough. The Ducks and the Angels are fine. But the rest, uh, and the whatever, the Clippers or whatever. <laughs> oh, I forgot the Chargers play there too. <laughs> but man, if you like, those guys, all of those guys are on the wrong side of of thirty. And speaking from a guy who is also on the wrong side of thirty, but my, my wrong side of thirty doesn't. I I I work in a career that doesn't require me to be on the right side of thirty. <laughs> Gosh, man, what what a what a shit show! <laughs> uh, but the the rest of the NBA world is happy, that is for sure. And well, I, I mean, since the last time I did this, well update you one more time Uh, right now there's only one one play-in spot 
left, and it's in the Western Conference. It's really between the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Nuggets should lock up their sixth seed so they don't have to play in the play-in tournament. So it's likely going to be Minnesota, who have a winning record, or 10 games above 500 for the first time in forever. And we'll face off in... Uh, uh, so like right now, the the play the play in tournament has Minnesota versus the Los Angeles Clippers, and then the New Orleans Pelicans versus the San Antonio Spurs. The winner between the Spurs and Pelicans will go off to face the loser of the Wolves Clippers game. And then those two, whoever wins with that, will go off to face the Phoenix Suns. On the other side, it's looking like it's going to be Cleveland versus Brooklyn. And in that play-in, then you have Atlanta versus Charlotte. So... The winner between Atlanta and Charlotte will go off against the loser between Cleveland and Brooklyn. And whoever wins that will go on to face the Miami Heat. And then, you well, the rest of the first round is Philadelphia, Toronto, Brooklyn, Chicago. And then Boston versus the winner between Cleveland and Brooklyn. And so then you have... Uh, for the rest of the Western Conference is Dallas, Utah, then Golden State versus Denver, and Memphis will face off with either Minnesota or the Clippers. And so that's that's the NBA. That's what's going on right now. The Heat should be able to hopefully wrap up the Eastern Conference with uh, two games left for pretty much everybody. They're two games ahead of Boston. So there's that. And... Yeah, yeah, it seems to be, seems to be it with the rest of that. And um, I mean, and some of that seating will, could change between some of these teams. Boston and Milwaukee and Philadelphia are pretty close. It's, it seems like uh, Toronto is, is where they're at, that they, they pretty much were where they're going to be. Same thing with Chicago. So th- those those teams are know that they will be going on the road and it, and facing off against either Boston, Milwaukee, or Philadelphia. And then in the Western Conference, uh, Memphis is set where they're at. Same thing with Phoenix. And you can have some interchangeability between Golden State and Dallas. And then interchangeability between Utah. And Denver, and of course, Minnesota could always stage a comeback and try and get there. But I don't really think Denver is going to lose that final spot. So that's, yeah, that's the NBA's stuff. Well, then we've got the, the National Hockey League. Um, Florida Panthers with an amazing game. Coming back from 5-1 to one down to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 7-6 to six in a game where they 
they really did need to prove that they could beat Toronto, and they did. So the Panthers have pretty much beaten every significant team in the NHL this season. Toronto, Boston, Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Washington. Heck, even the West, they, they beat Colorado. Like the, the, It's... Oh, it, it's something right now. It is something, but there are still 12 games left for pretty much most of these teams, 12, 11, and maybe 13 games for, for some. So it's not entirely over. However, uh, we're, we're getting close. We're getting close in the NHL. Right now, the, the, the Eastern Conference is pretty much set with the eight teams, like I said before. But now it's just a matter of seeding. The, the Metro Division is still up for grabs. The Panthers have a bit of a lead over Toronto. Eight points ahead of them with, with 12 games left to try and wrap up the Atlantic Division. And they're six points up on Carolina to try and see if they can get the best record in the East. They're two points back of Colorado for the President's Trophy and home ice throughout the playoffs. And it seems like Washington's basically settled into that second wildcard spot unless Tampa falters a lot or Boston. Not, not sure if Washington's going to be able to make up Seven points in ground over the course of 12 games. But hey, uh, crazier things have happened in the NHL. Then uh, Colorado is pretty much set where they're at. They are probably going to get the best record in the Western Conference. Uh, well, At this point, they, they've pretty much clinched it. They've pretty much clinched it at this point. Uh, it's, it's, it'd be pretty impossible for Minnesota to, to come back uh, over the course of the, of the rest of their 13 games to move ahead of Colorado. But interchangeable between Minnesota and St. Louis in that second and third spot for home ice between that round between those two teams. It doesn't seem... And also, St. Louis has a six-point lead on Nashville and seven on Dallas for the third spot in the Central Division. Nashville and Dallas hold those two wildcard spots, and then Vegas is sitting outside looking in with three games out of hand on Dallas. So Dallas has three games in hand and one point up on Vegas at this point. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking not so good for Vegas, which will be the first time in their franchise's history they won't make the playoffs. In Calgary... Leads the Pacific Division. They've got a seven-point, um, or is it a seven-point lead? Or no, it's a six-point lead over Edmonton. And the Los Angeles Kings are eight points back. I, I or or seven points back actually. Seven points back. And, yeah, well, we'll see. It's, it's interchangeable between home ice, between Edmonton and Los Angeles. The, the, the battle for Rain Gretzky's soul, if you will. Cal- Calgary, they play consistent here. They'll most likely wrap up that Pacific Division. 
And that's that's it from the Western Conference in the NHL. So, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this late, so later on today is opening day for, for Major League Baseball. However, there's been some issues with regards to the weather. As the weather's not really cooperating around here. So some games that were supposed to be happening are, are not. And, and uh, hold on. My MLB app is taking forever to load at this point, which is not good. Not good at all. I, I, let's, 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 uh, let's try this again, shall we? Come on. I know it's late. You guys can't be down for server maintenance. So here we go. So opening day, uh, as of now, as of now, the, the only games that have been postponed, we've got Minnesota and Seattle, and that's been postponed, as well as Boston and the New York Yankees, that's also been postponed. And we'll see for the rest of the games how, how they fare, but... The the teams that the team that will be opening up the first game will be between Milwaukee and Chicago over at Wrigley Field. And you got Cleveland and Kansas City. And Pittsburgh and St. Louis. New York and Washington. The Mets. I think that's what I mean. The Cincinnati Reds and the Atlanta Braves. And the Braves will be uh, that'll be at prime time at eight o'clock. Braves will be debuting their gold trimmed uniforms and most likely will be trotting out their their was it uh world series rings then the astros and angels out in california san diego and arizona to finish out the night for opening day now my team, the Marlins, doesn't play until Friday. They they go off to San Francisco, and we'll play them, and we'll see if the Yankees and Red Sox get it going. Um, early in the day, Chicago, the White Sox are off of Detroit. The Oakland A's are in Philadelphia, so they're, they're, the A's have returned to Philly to face off against Philly. Baltimore and Tampa Bay will play their first game. Same thing with the Dodgers and the Rockies. And Seattle, Minnesota, see if they can get the game off the ground as well. Uh, then Texas will be off to Toronto. So there they've crossed the border over there. And yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what we have. So that's that's baseball. It's it's happening, folks. Baseball is going to be happening. Real baseball. Baseball that counts will be happening. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. Well, as far as that's concerned, I guess uh, I got some internal stuff between the crew at Sports Goose. Uh, Andrew tried a chimichanga for the first time in his life. And it was quite good. He, he, he thoroughly enjoyed it. We have been thoroughly enjoying, well, mainly me, mainly me. I have been thoroughly enjoying uh, introducing Andrew's palate to tastier fares, if you will. And the uh, first, first time was the, the Milanesas. Uh, heck, it, heck, before even that, before we, we would 
I took him to a few places, but but now we're 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 adamant to at least get him to to someplace new. And hopefully, it's like a, a weekly thing that we can do a weekly luncheon, where we we order in, and and we try and get him to try something new. So uh, Charles is not happy about it because he he he's missing out. He's missing out between between all of us. So uh, I sent Charles the menu. It was from a place called Taco Rico. I guess if if we had to have a non-sponsor, it would be this. Uh, Charles was sad because he just got a smoothie for today, and he he hates all of us. So that that's fine, that's fine. And uh, Andrew went for chimichangas. Uh, we we Charles and I had harped about chimichangas, uh, thanks to our mutual love of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And when Mac was getting fat and introduced Dennis to chimichangas. So that that kind of resonated with us. I got flautas though, flautas. That, that was, those were nice crunchy uh, corn tortillas rolled up with some meat inside of it, some meats and some corns, and mm, just yummy, just yum yum yum. Uh, that's uh, and Charles is, was was not happy to to see us enjoying ourselves. Of course, we took photos. We took photos of our food and sent it to Charles, and he. Uh, Told us to go up ourselves, which is, <laughs> which was great, and and Andrew didn't want to talk about what he felt about the chimichanga. At least he didn't want to post it on our group chat. However, as he was, I wanted to get him to tell me what his review of the chimichanga was. As as he was speaking to me, I was at, and I, I was pretending like I was. Like scrolling my phone for something else or, or, or adjusting or whatever or wiping my mouth or something like that. But as he was speaking, uh, I, <laughs> I was writing a, a brief summary of what he felt. So he, his assessment this is what I posted. He said that it was it, that was amazing. There, there was cheese. It, it, it fell apart, but it was it was tough to eat at times. But the cheese gave it more structure. It was very cheesy. It was not spicy. The meat was good. It was not runny. He got ground beef with his, by the way, inside of his chimichanga. The distribution for to him felt uneven with regards to the 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 ingredients inside of of the uh, the fried burrito. But uh, well, that's basically what a chimichanga is. So. <laughs> But the back end where the cheese came in with like the sour cream and <laughs> this is basically uh, I try to find a way to type this out, but I'm going to the only way you can really say it is to say it. Oh, that was heaven. And then he did a second, uh, but I didn't write that to Charles. Uh, Andrew, of course, uh, tried to say that he didn't want me to put the, he didn't want to even say it he didn't want to cause charles more pain i, I of course put a mission accomplished gif of cronk from oh, <laughs> emperor's new groove to to um show off my my how proud i was with what i did and and charles said that he hated all of us so mission accomplished uh, i felt like uh, I, i'm happy that andrew had the the chimichangas the flautas were good too oh just everything was good my my flautas came with of course the the refried beans and the bit of rice 
chips and salsa. Mmm. Mmm. So good. So, so good. And, and that's it, everybody. That, that's it for this Sports Gives Mini. Uh, I'm Francisco. You can always follow us on everything. We're on Twitter at sports underscore goose. You can also follow us individually. I'm at FJOGR. Charles is at Charles the True. Andrew's at Damp Frijoles. And we're also on Instagram and TikTok at Sports Goofs as well. You can check us out on YouTube if you want to see our past episodes. Most of them are back on there. Heck, just listen to us on the podcast stuff. Pretty much, yeah, every episode that we've ever done is on whatever podcast app that you're listening us on. I didn't even say that correctly. But it doesn't matter. The, 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 the sentiment holds true regardless. We're on everything. Our, our net is cast pretty damn wide. And at some point, you're going to see the goofs. Because we are the Mariana's Trench of sports media. And every once in a while, someone wants to come down and see us. Take care, everybody.